listening to Ion Health on Dubai I 103.8. Delving into your overall well-being with Arab Health, united by business, forging ahead. Today we are talking about the current investment trends in healthcare transformation at a national level and at startup opportunities here in the UAE. And joining me now is Andrea Danila. She is an award-winning entrepreneur and venture capitalist. She's the founder and general partner of the Global Millennial Capital. They utilize artificial intelligence, data science into, well, various investment evaluation processes and investor and a board member in a few portfolio companies in Silicon Valley as well. Really appreciate your time, Andrea. Thank you so, so much. I think it's going to be a really interesting insight that you can bring from the US side and the UAE as well. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey yourself to coming to this part of the world? Absolutely. Absolutely, Helen. Um, Good morning, everyone. And it's a great pleasure to be today with you on uh, Dubai Eye. Um, You know, in advance to, of course, the the health tech exhibition, um, I'm honored to be part of this discussion. Myself, as as you mentioned, I'm a venture capitalist and entrepreneur, and I'm a founder of Global Millennial Capital, which is a venture capital firm um, that invests in the latest technologies and innovations from Silicon Valley, uh, making ties between U.S. and U.A.E. And before starting uh, the Venture Capital Fund, I was an M&A strategist with Ernst & Young Corporate Finance, where I worked extensively in advising healthcare and technology companies on various strategic projects. Those would include M&A, innovations, market entry strategies, um, among other strategic capital budgets. My background, I'm a um, Harvard Business School alumni, as well as I hold a postgraduate diploma in product design and artificial intelligence from MIT. Wow, that's a cracking resume. <laughs> My goodness. Where did your interest in healthcare start? When did you think that this was going to be your area of specialty? Um, a great question, Helen, and I think it uh, it definitely began with with my work at Ernst and Young, and even previously, you know, in working in a in a local private equity fund where we started investing in the local healthcare ecosystem. UAE has developed a spectacular healthcare ecosystem on the back of a significant investment from the public sector. And when we look at the public sector strategy, it's very interesting to see that there are around 93 initiatives, all of which are set to really give a new leap to the healthcare sector over the next five years. The, the main four approaches that we, we always seen in UAE, and then we draw some comparisons with the international healthcare market, including topics of focus such as health and lifestyle, excellence in providing healthcare um, service, as well as smart healthcare and innovation coupled with robust governance. On the back of this strong public investment, government framework, and innovation, we see the UAE healthcare sector around $21 billion. And that represents around 4.26% of the GDP. Um, The expected growth rate is around 10% um, by 2023. But what fascinates us the most is the emergence of innovation, robotics, AI, telemedicines, just to name a few of the very, very exciting ideas and trends that are taking place in UAE. And I think that's a really key point. You know, here in the UAE, we are not afraid of embracing technology to be the first. Um, And this must be a hugely exciting place for many healthcare workers, healthcare innovators. What are you personally excited about when it comes to some of the trends and technologies that we could see in the next five years, whether that's in a clinic or a hospital or even in our own homes? 
Um, I have to probably highlight that the pre- and post-COVID um, uh, ecosystem has significantly changed within the healthcare space and not only within the healthcare space, but also looking at other industries. But specifically, COVID-19 pandemic has placed initially an enormous strain on the healthcare infrastructure when it comes to workforce, supply chain, um, exposing social inequalities in the healthcare um, system. But in the same time, COVID-19 has been an accelerating force across the ecosystem, and that has forced the public and the private sector to adapt and innovate in a very short period of time. Based on our data analysis, looking at global trends and what we see, um, you know, uh, predominantly in the U.S. and then some lessons learned in other emerging markets are around four key trends. We look at AI-powered drug discovery. And here we see companies within this space that are experimenting with artificial intelligence to research pharmaceuticals and drug therapies. AI systems today are able to ship through millions of different chemical compounds and isolate the most promising candidates at the fraction of time it would take the human researchers to do. And that is truly transformational because the unit cost of drug discovery is a fraction of what it has been 10 years ago. The second big trend that we look at and also falls in line more with a CSR strategy is the assistive technology. And this refers to any item, piece of equipment, software or product that is used to increase, maintain or improve the functional capabilities of persons with disabilities. New technologies, the likes of AR, VR, AI, robotics are really meant to jumpstart innovation and offer very compelling solution for differently enabled um, individuals. The third trend we are very excited about and we see this trend really emerging in UAE is the mental health tech. Mental health tech, of course, encompasses all the companies developing software, hardware solutions and individuals to take better care of their mental health. And we have seen in the recent years that due to stress, a very busy lifestyle, we have all turned to various apps and um, Calm being one of the first unicorns within the mindfulness category. For, and lastly... Sorry, Andrew, for please. anyone who's not familiar with the phrase unicorn, how would you explain it and with, with you with your kind of uh, VC hat on? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think unicorns is, is really the word we, we, we spent probably five, six years looking, looking for in the investment world. But those would be companies defined with an enterprise value above a billion dollars. And um, within the VC space, it um, you know it has a probability of around probably zero point two percent of the overall companies. Um, you know when it comes to market uh, wow. market size estimation. Wow, and I think you're absolutely right that mental health space is just absolutely booming and it's going to take all sorts of different approaches to you know to appeal to all different sectors of of the community and that might be telehealth it might be apps it might be wearables or you know whatever that might be it's a huge area of opportunity um and what about the fourth trend that you're noticing when it comes to healthcare and the fourth one will be medical robotics. And here we have UAE actually leading um, within this trend. And I believe we, we saw American Hospital being the first to introduce medical robotics within surgeries. So medical robotics refer to, to robots 
that are used in healthcare settings with the benefit of providing services much more precisely and consistently than human doctors. Um, That's such and an interesting this- point, isn't it? Because as patients, you know, we see these men and women in white coats and think that they are infallible, that they will, you know, never yeah. have a bad day or be tired or and I think that consistency point yeah. is actually a really, really interesting one. But it takes something of a leap of faith to say, OK, you you know, this is my father and he's not very well. And yes, he's a, a, a robot. We're not talking about a kind of, you know, a, a humanoid yeah. robot, but, yeah. but ro- 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 robotic <laughs> yeah. uh, movements. Um, do you feel like there's much patient reluctance in order to put yourself in that situation, perhaps to be the first on the table with the robotic um, aspect? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think that, um, of course, as a as a patient, uh, you know, uh, definitely there is a change. So I think when you when you put your consumer hat on, healthcare consumer hat on, um, there is definitely a hesitant to be an early adopter. Um, and I think that is, you know, um, across various innovative uh, solutions that that we currently live. But in the same time, what, when we look at things into perspectives and, you know, what, what we forecast the market will, will go through um, in the next coming uh, 10 years, we definitely see deep learning, AI and robotics, a fundamental trend that will definitely disrupt the future industries. And we call it the fourth industrial revolution. So very similarly to uh, previously us spending 15 years in absorbing investment experience, a meeting with a lot of companies, doing the research, we today are able to make decisions using data, algorithms, and softwares. And previously, it would take 10 to 15 years of experience to make similar decisions. So when we draw a parallel with the healthcare system, we do believe that certain automated tasks, certain tasks that require precisions are definitely, um, you know, probably better executed in the hands of, of robots. And, and when we talk about robots, of course, probably, you know, we, we, we think of, of, of something very, very uh, extravagant. But we can think of robots also in the way of robot assist or certain procedures, certain limitations, certain criterias that enable a comfort level um, across the ecosystem. Um, from my perspective, yes, I think I would, uh, I would definitely, um, you know, uh, try. But again, I think it will take some time, absolutely, you know, from flying cars, robotics, um, you know, in medicines for the general public to, to, to really have a, have a taste of it. We were supposed to have flying cars by now. I'm somewhat disappointed, to be, to be truthful. Um, I did want to ask you about, um, about cancer care in particular, because I know this is something that um, you've been discussing around investing in this. And preventative diseases is, you know, unfortunately, a huge part of uh, the UAE's healthcare landscape whether that is diabetes, cancer, heart disease. Um, can you talk about a little bit about the quality of healthcare and what we can expect when it comes to that preventative space? Preventive medicine is one of the key pillars in UAE and has been one of our investment theses at Global Millennial Capital. And within our focus to identify within Silicon Valley, the global innovation hub, some of the emerging uh, trends within the healthcare space, we do, do come across various. And one of the companies we are very proud of, and it is within our investment portfolio, is a company called Eli Health. And the company falls at the intersection of what we call the telemedicine concept and the health content concept for patients with chronically ill diseases. And 
Uh, that is very important from us for an investment thesis that was behind Elihealth and was based on, and we based our investment decisions upon was a wide range of considerations, but mainly the company's vision to operate within the oncology category, which is really a, a blue ocean strategy. It is an empty space dominated by the big pharma players, but also the marketplace nature of con- connecting practitioners with patients at home. Mm-hmm. L is one of the first in the oncology space to deliver personalized, user-friendly content that improves the quality of life, reducing the healthcare cost. We call it the so-called smart companionship within the healthcare space. And this is a new trend that is emerging, especially for patients um, or for the outpatient model that we call. And here we believe the smart apps that are providing content, information, play a critical role in preventive and maintaining the quality of life and healthcare mm-hmm. for the patients, especially with, with chronic ill diseases. Now, we haven't mentioned COVID-19 in about 10 minutes, so I feel like we need to perhaps address that. Um, Now, the UAE, we know, has been an incredibly responsive and safe place to be during the pandemic. And I just wondered what's been happening behind the scenes that we might not be aware of. You know, how has that COVID-19 crisis really, as you mentioned earlier, kind of accelerated the adoption, really, of technology in that space? When it comes to UAE, um, UAE has adopted a wide range of initiatives to combat COVID. And I, th- I believe it, it's one of the best countries in the world to be able to contain um, the COVID crisis, which created a very, very sustainable and strong ecosystems for businesses and, of course, investment opportunities to thrive. And when it comes to the implementation of the COVID mitigation strategies, what we observed and we were fascinated by what UAE has done included, of course, a wide range of initiatives. Those include COVID app, the testings, the deployment of vaccines at very fast pace. Unbelievably fast pace. I mean, I remember when, you know, thinking back to, you know, the kind of the, the, the proper lockdown of going, okay, so this is, we've got a, a permit now and that is just done and then Al Hassan comes out and you know I look at other parts Absolutely. of the world and go come on guys we were on this a year ago <laughs> it's still unbelievable I I'm, I'm living in UAE and I was able to get my vaccine done twice as compared to my friends in other countries who are still waiting mm-hmm. to, to 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 get vaccinated probably a, a year after so we think all the initiatives that were very well thought and they're seamlessly executed natural disinfection programs distance learning but more importantly looking also on how the crisis will impact the other sectors um, include cha- uh, some changes in the labor systems, mm-hmm. support for private companies. I believe all those initiatives have really helped us living in UAE to overcome the COVID crisis in a, in a very, very successful way. And when we look at that globally, we, we definitely see some other countries doing well. But the main parallel that we draw is that the, the use of app, machine learning, AI, monitoring and surveillance um, systems have really helped um, healthcare providers and governments, public sectors to contain the COVID crisis and address the, uh, the COVID crisis in a, in a much more comprehensive way. Andrea, and looking ahead, you know, what, what's your kind of investment outlook for health tech? Where are you as kind of global millennial capital investing in right now? Any tips? 
And for us at Global Millennial Capital, being a private investor, we believe healthcare sector is um, it's really being consumerized. And then we look, of course, at the millennials, at the Gen Zs that are demanding online, personalized um, healthcare services. Apps that can service the personalized and on-demand healthcare needs will become the next trend, we believe. While AI and robotics will continue to transform the back office health system, making changes to the way we, we save the patient data, store patient data, the traditional consultation and diagnosis model, among others. We believe that, of course, um, the, the, the increased transition towards the online telemedicine health tech space is becoming the next trend. We are quite excited about, um, you know, AI, robotics, mental uh, health, and all the trends that we have seen in the past. And indeed, COVID has increased the emergence of companies looking at innovative solutions, many of those being based in UAE. And we believe there are some very, very exciting opportunities ahead of us. I think that's a really interesting point you speak there of of this, you know, the, the millennials, the Gen Zers coming through and really wanting to own their data. And maybe healthcare is moving in a space where we previously would have our files kept at a clinic. And that was for the, the experts to have and to hold and protect. And whereas now, you know, with when it comes to wearables, more testing at home, perhaps we're going to be become a bit more familiar with our bodies and our data and be able to make hopefully some more in, informed decisions as a result of that. That is definitely the key. I think that uh, the digitization, access to information, um, you know, um, a much more aware consumer and patient. Um, it, it's really shifting the way we would traditionally look at the healthcare um, uh, healthcare service. So, um, I think you're absolutely right on 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 your observation points. We 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 definitely see the same trends. Well, really exciting to speak to you. Thank you so much for your time Thank today. You. It'll be interesting to catch up in a year time and see some of the companies that you're working with and how they've developed and responded adapted and continued to innovate in what is a really exciting time for healthcare and technology andrea thank you have a wonderful day ahead thank you very much and thank you Speaking next to Dr. Sarpatali, a Turkish doctor who's been in the UAE since 2008. What are his thoughts with his years of experience on where the real opportunities lie for investment and innovation in the healthcare space? More with Ion Health coming up on Dubai Eye 103.8.